What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Passion Generation podcast. My name is Austin. I'm a young adult pastor. And my name's Sam. I'm a youth pastor, and we're so excited that you chose to listen in today. Uh, We just believe that this podcast is going to be something that's useful and gives you the tools and the equipment that you need to continue to move forward. And man, we're excited. We're excited you're listening. We're excited about um, me just saying excited this many times. (laughs) Amen. Amen. There's some cool things we're going to talk about, and we just believe this this podcast, though it be the start, um, it's going to reveal some things to you guys and, and hopefully open your eyes to some things bigger than yourself. Um, man, I love to say, don't despise small beginnings, and that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, we are super excited about what is to come with this podcast. We have some amazing guests lined up, everybody yeah. from entrepreneurs to pastors to different people that are in the public eye to those that are just like you and just like me, um, just people that we can relate to, people that are doing you know, what we're going to talk about doing in this yeah. podcast, and, yeah. and we're, really, we're really looking forward to what's to come with this. So yeah. we're excited that you guys chose to join us. And uh, we're going to get right into it. Yeah, and you know, just kind of like the heart of this podcast we've been talking about, we're called the Passion Generation Podcast. And for me and you, uh, we we share in that. I think everybody growing up, they've they've got this fire burning inside of them. And you know, from a young age, we all have something we're passionate about, something that we really want to accomplish. You know, as a kid, uh, you're going to laugh at me, but I thought at the age of three or four, like I had dreams of me being a bird. And it's kind of hard to to do that when you're 5'9 and white because you can't really jump at all. So I couldn't fly. And, um, you know, but I I had this dream of something I wanted to do, something I wanted to be. Um, And I think obviously the older you get, the more realistic things become. But um, if if we get into our too realistic of a box, we lose the the perception that we're allowed to dream and allowed to do big things. And so I really want to focus conversation on on the young adults, the people, maybe you're not a young adult, maybe you're middle-aged, maybe you're older and you've got dormant dreams, but we're allowed to dream. We're allowed to act on those things and we want to activate those. And, and so if nothing else in this podcast, we want to put the steps in people's hands to start going and doing that. Um, and I'll share a story for me. You know, when I was a kid, another one, when I was a kid, um, my dad was a construction guy. I, I thought I could build. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I still can't. Um, (laughs) <laughs> my wife reminds me all the time I can't do anything like that I'm not really a man's man I like to go to the mall and hunt for good deals not out in the Amen. wilderness and hunt for animals and uh, I was a kid so I, I grabbed a whole bunch of two by fours and I started just to stack them on my teeter-totter you can imagine where this is going I didn't really build anything at all but I had a vision like I, I can do something and that's yeah. kind of the picture of us today that we have this vision but because we don't know what we're doing we don't have the tools right in front of us we start building on something that we don't really know how to do. And in this conversation, we're going to have entrepreneurs. We're going to have young right. business leaders and, and young professionals. And we're going to have pastors and different people that will help kind of guide and direct that conversation. Yeah, and we're, and we're really looking forward to hopefully stoking the fires that are already inside of everybody. Yeah. And, and I think even more than that, hopefully you know igniting some. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people with dreams that are suppressed, as you mentioned, um, dreams that, you know, maybe it's a thought that crossed their mind and they didn't even consider it to be a dream because, you know, they so quickly pushed it away. Mm. And I know I've done that so many times in my life yeah. because the way that the, you know, the way that reality looks versus the way that our dreams look, they're, they're almost always opposite of each other. Yeah. It's almost always, here's my dream. Here's my reality. Now the biggest battle of our life is how can we make these two things mesh together? Yeah. And I think it's actually a lot simpler than we make it think. And I think the reason why we turn away so much is because we don't think it's simple. Mm. Why do we not think it's simple? I I think the reason we don't think that it's simple is because we think that we, in order to be in that dream, to walk in that dream or to accomplish that dream, we need to be where 
we are going to be at when we're walking in that dream. Wow. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I think that we we're, we're dismissing those early steps of walking mm. it out and we're expecting, you know, either it's let down or it's intimidation. Yeah. Totally. One of those two things is going to keep you from following your dreams. Yeah. Either you expected to be further than you were, so you gave up and there's the letdown, mm-hmm. or you see what it's going to take and that's intimidating. Yeah. And I think it's it's the simple one foot in front of the other concept that's going to help get people yeah. there. And and I'm speaking Good. for myself as well. And because I've had those letdowns, but I've also began to walk things out. And yeah. as I begin to walk things out, what that does is just brings excitement. Yeah. Yes, it, it unveils the path to you of what you're possibly going to have to be facing. Yeah. But it more than anything fuels that fire. Because yeah. as you begin to walk out your dream, it begins to become more of a reality in your totally. life. Yeah. And and that's hopefully, you know, what we can do through this podcast. Yeah. I want to take a second. As you were talking, it just kind of made me think like we have people that are listening today that, that are in that spot. They, they have something they want to do. They don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know we have a plethora of things that we can say, but just one thing through life's experience that we can say, here's our advice to you. I'll start. I would say, I mean, there, there's so many things, but I'd say the first thing that you have to do is make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that are doing better than you. Um, it, being secure in yourself, that's, that's where you good. have to start because if, if you have people that are around you who, who are doing better than you and you're insecure, it'll, it'll drive you the wrong way. So the number yeah. one thing you have to do is you got to be around people that, that are doing better than you, people that are doing what you want to do, but on a much larger capacity and scale that'll make you do that. I mean, time after time, I've not only been in that position myself, but I've had friends that were like, man, I'm not doing that great. Yeah. And we just fixed who they were hanging around. We didn't, we didn't fix the, their routines. We right. didn't fix what they were looking at or the things that they were doing. We just said, let's get you around the right people. Yeah. And it began to change like the trajectory of their life. So I think the one thing that you have to do when you have something that you want to be doing, make sure that everybody you're around, you're not doing better than them. Make yeah. sure the people you're around, you're, you're actually looking up at them and saying, I, I really want to do what you're doing. That would be my advice. Yeah, that's great advice. I And just to expand on that, that was my childhood growing up. I was in sports. Uh, I was one of those kids that couldn't pick one. But each sport that I that I engaged myself in, each team that I was on, almost always my dad was the coach. And because he was the coach, he was able to actually coach the team of the age group above me Mm. because he wanted me to play with the people that were better than me. He wanted me to play at one level up. Mm. And I think that's the way that growth works. It's just an example of that. Now, I'm no college athlete or professional athlete at this point. All those (laughs) those days are gone. If I try to touch the rim, my knees are going to actually shatter. But I, I do think that's a good example kind of, of, of that idea. I think that's a, a great um, tip just to, just to be in pursuit of your dreams. That's yeah. one of the, probably one of the greater tips is just surround yourself um, with those that are where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and then I think for myself, this is probably the thing that I've preached about and talked about the most in my life. And that's simply mindset. Hmm. For me, mindset is everything. There was a message I preached a while back actually that I think I led a lot of people to the side of the freeway. And what I mean by that is is very literally. Um, I preached a message that if your gas tank light is on E and you believe that you can get to that gas station, that you will in fact get to that gas yeah. station. Yeah. Don't take that advice. <laughs> if you're listening, I encourage you to throw that advice away. There's no and, such thing as a reserve tank. That's a lie. Found <laughs> that out the hard way. That is. And and if you if your car goes from the number of miles you have less left to dash dash dash, I encourage you to get to the nearest gas station. But wait, that, hold on. If if you're listening to this right now and you're in that position, get to a gas station. Yes. Put that in there. Y- yeah. Amen. <laughs> But I think, I think, you know, for me, it's mindset is everything. Mindset is literally everything. Because if you have the right mindset, 
then you can conquer anything. You can walk through any season you're in with your head held high. And for me, I've walked through some things just like you have and just like many of you have. I've walked through some hard things in my life and I've... One thing about me is that it's it's almost a reckless thing. Something that I do to a fault is yeah. that I walk around life saying everything's fine all the time. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing is I'm not actually saying like, this is all good. Like, honestly, I'm happy that happened because yeah. I'm not. But what I'm doing is I'm trying to convince myself that it's actually okay. Right. And it works. And why does it work? Because that's the mindset I'm choosing to take on yeah. at all times is that this is okay. This is fine. This is, you know, it's not a setback. It's a setup, as yeah. they say. Anyways, that that would be my advice, just to always check your mindset and yeah. things. Um, delete pity parties. Um, oh, get rid good. of those altogether. Say that again. I said delete pity parties. <laughs> Because they do nothing but harm your happiness, your joy, and your future. Yeah. Have you, I know I have, excuse me, have you ever been in a place where you've had like that dream of something that you want to do, or maybe you're just excited about doing something you don't know how to start it right now, and, and it feels like you're so excited about it, but because you don't know how to start, you just give up before you ever be there, you ever get there? Yes. Like, that was me constantly, like, I'm like, I want to be a professional athlete, but I'm reminded... I'm reminded that I'm 24 years old, 5'10", and white, again, and I cannot do those you things. You grew it. I, I grew it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> like, I, I can't, like, there's, there's just certain things, you know, and, 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 like, you can allow, we say it this way, um, you can allow passion will either divide you or it'll give you purpose, and yeah. uh, I think it'll, it, it can paralyze you if you don't know how to, how to do it the right way, and um, I don't know if you found yourself there before. No, definitely. Here's the thing. I what I do is I get these incredible ideas. Almost all my ideas are extreme. I'm a very extreme <laughs> individual. You know that. No, you're not. My wife knows that. If it's a hobby, if it's if I get it in my head, uh, I went maybe I went golfing one time and I loved it. So what did I do? This is a true story. I went home, I got online and I bought a bunch of golfing. Hold equipment. on, can we give a real life example right now? You have an event coming up, right? Yes. What, what, what is that? We have a young adult paintball uh, game coming up soon in a couple weeks. That's a plug-in right there. And what did, you, what, did you, what did you go buy? Well, I chose to you know, buy some accessories. <laughs> I can't tell you. The, you know what? Last time I went paintballing was how long have you been married? Three years. Three years. That was a test. <laughs> Look, you got it right. Took me Three too long. Three years ago, your bachelor party. <laughs> But this is the thing. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. I went and I chose to make this. I bought a tactical vest. I bought tactical <laughs> gloves. I'm going to, number one, I want to look the best out there. So you got to get all the stuff for it. But that's the thing. I'm very extreme. Sure. I am very, so whether it be a hobby or whatever it is, I am. I want to do it to the best of my ability. Yeah. And I want to do it now. And I want to do it in the most extreme way. And so for me doing that, luckily I married a woman who's grounded because I'm so not. Like I live in the clouds. I yeah. live in La La Land. I, and so my wife is always keeping me grounded in that. She usually catches on after I've already purchased all these things. So when I have a snowboard full of snowboard now. equipments that I'm going to use after my kids are out of the house, mm-hmm. you know, she, she might get a little upset, but she found out after. So it's okay. So I acquire these things for when I need them. Um, anyways, I think that it's, it's definitely something that I face often because I get so ambitious. Yeah. I get so tuned into what is going to happen and I want it to happen right now. Yeah. And because it doesn't happen right now or because I don't know how to make it unfold. Yeah. I just want it to happen 
and usually it doesn't because the steps are what matters. Yep. Those steps are, are very important and having a path to that big dream is what matters because in order to be equipped to handle that big dream, you have to first walk those steps and yeah. learn how to live in that big dream. Totally. And I just want to skip all that all the time and be there mm-hmm. and I end up let down. I think that's the fault of a lot of people, a lot of ambitious, eager people. I'm the one person that I, I try to skip from from I gotta get I gotta get A to Z, but like in the middle, I'm gonna try to like skip to every other letter that I'm not supposed to be mm-hmm. at. That's my problem. I'm totally that guy. Um, I, I think I cite more. Hopefully, this isn't weird, but I cite more with your wife in that. That I uh, I I'm the that's person weird, that I'm 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 cautious. I'm safe, um, and that's also sometimes the fault. I think both of them have strength and weaknesses mm-hmm. to them both. Um, but when you're passionate, it, it requires you to take steps. I know for me, like there was a, a time where. You know, we always have that that cliche, fear is a liar. You know, people right. get it tatted on them, like all this, like fear, yeah. fear, fear, fear not. And, and those are all cool things to say. But at the end of the day, like fear shouldn't be something that, to, that you run from. Fear has to be something that you attack. Fear has to be something yeah. you say, I'm, I'm not afraid of that. Mm-hmm. And I know that there was a point in my life where there was, I was afraid so much and I was bound to like, I, I, like I see what I want to do. But the only way to get there, I've got to do A, B, C, and D. Right. And those give me a lot of fear. So I just stayed reserved. I played it safe. Yeah. And I realized that when I started going towards the things that gave me fear day by day, month by month, like there was relationships that were formed. There mm-hmm. were doors that were open. There were things that happened that could have happened otherwise. And so it takes you saying, you know what? I acknowledge, yes, there is fear there, yeah. but I'm not going to be afraid of it. I'm actually going to say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and attack that thing. Yeah. I'm going to overcome it. And so that's a big thing. Um, you know, one of the other discussion points that, that I, I'd love to hit on, I know you've got something to talk about with this, is um, part of the heart of the podcast is we feel that the church doesn't understand the world yeah, and the world doesn't understand the church. And so there's this huge divisive spirit that keeps us from really getting better together. Yeah, And, and we really, I mean, we, we have to do a better job of blending those in because they, that shouldn't be separate things. You know, uh, the Bible says, and I'm just going to say this, the Bible says that, that Jesus is coming back for his bride. He, the bride is his people. Yeah. And it's his church, but we're all supposed to be, the church is just a community and collective of people. Right. And it lo- always looks different. I know for me, like we've, we started working out recently and you, you took a little bit of time off. I took a little bit of time off. Funny thing is, is you come in and you're stronger in a lot of areas that I'm not. Now I still have not found an area where I'm stronger than you, but there are areas, <laughs> there's areas where I challenge you just like there's areas that you challenge right. me. But if you yeah. weren't in those areas, I would settle. Mm-hmm. And so it shows me that even though we don't, do the same things, even though we have different strengths and weaknesses, there's a unifying force right. that we need each other to get better. We need each other because you see my blind spots and you can help me. Right. And I think, you know, just as, as we were talking about the, uh, the steps and how important they are and how all the letters in between A and Z matter, I think one of the biggest issues with, you know, the church trying to understand the world, the world trying to understand the church is that there's this idea when you're when you haven't come to Christ yet, when you haven't come to the Lord and you haven't been plugged into a church, there's this idea that you actually have to um, perfect yourself before you get there. Yeah. There's this idea that I can't walk in off the street um, addicted to drugs, uh, you know, tatted head to toe, yeah. because I have to <coughs> present myself as somebody who's already got it all together. Mm-hmm. And what's that doing? That's skipping all the letters in between. Yep. And so I think, you know, it's not to say that every church or that churches aren't welcoming those people. It's yep. that the mindset of a lot of lost people is that they they feel that way. They feel yep. that they can't come to church because they're not um, a Christian or, or like a Bible thumper is what a lot of people sure. say. So I think it's, wow. so how can we, you know, not just in this podcast, but how can we as people, individuals, day to day, 
speak to the lost in a way that they feel like it's okay to go on a journey to find God. Yeah. Um, that it's okay to, to like, like our pastor talks about, to wrestle this thing down and figure it mm-hmm. out. You don't have to come in and have it all together. You don't have to come in and know everything. Yeah. But I think, I think just in general in life, we need to be okay with learning. We need to be yeah. students of life. Yeah. Um, we all <clears throat> want to come in and just know everything. Yeah. And so I think it's a, a good way to break that barrier between the church and the world would just simply, how can we as Christians allow the lost to know that it's okay to grow? Yeah. And how can, you know, the lost, how can we introduce the world to the church? That's a whole nother topic. That's, yeah. that's something that I think for a long time people have been trying to figure out. Totally. Yeah. So I love the way you said that. It made me think about it. I mean, I'm a person that when I think about something, stories come to my mind um, and people make fun of me this constantly and rightfully I deserve it. But um, I love the way you said that, you know, growing up, like as a kid, you don't have, you don't have preconceived notions. Right. Like you go to the playground and everybody's your friend. Yeah. I was in uh, second grade and there was a girl I was madly in love with. Her name was Sonia. And uh, I, I, I was so in love with her that I found one of my mom's spare rings and I asked her to marry me on the playground. It was a short-lived relationship. I don't know where she's at today. If you're listening to this, I'm glad you're listening to our podcast. But like I He's thought... He's taken now. <laughs> I am married now. And I thought... I, you know, I had like this preconceived notion, like everything's fine. We're always friends, right? Like you, you can go up to anybody. You're all like, everything's always good. Yeah. But, but it brought this to my, like, you know, as a kid, like you can go up to anybody at the playground and you can ask your parents for anything. Like there's really no filter. You think everybody loves you. You think everything's great in life. And it's because at that point in life, like you haven't allowed the hurt and things that have happened for you to start like putting up walls and barriers Mm -hmm. and like placing labels on things. And I think a reason why the world doesn't understand the church is because the, the world has this, this, this preconceived idea. They have this um, label that they place on the church that these people are judgmental. They're going to think that I have to, they're going to make me change right away. I'm going to have to read my Bible 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Like there's all these like religious, all of us. If you do that, thank you. (laughs) Like there's these like religious standards, but at the same time, the world doesn't understand the church because, and I think you're going to talk about this so well, but you know, the, the church has this high expectation that like, if, if you're not, X, Y, and Z, you don't mm-hmm. fit in with us. You, yeah. you can't be here. And you got it. Some, some people have that expectation that you have to get right before you hang out with us. Yeah. And that's not at all the heart of God. I say this all the time, but I think that, that we're going to be pleasantly surprised by the things that, that we see God do. Um, but, you know, just for, just for any walk of life that, you know, if, if you really want to grow in the thing that you, that's on your heart and the thing that you see in your future, you got to start removing labels. You got to start, yeah. stop looking at Definitely. businesses that have failed. If you might've failed two or three times, you can't look at the next idea that you have and say, that's oh, going to fail because the last one did, because that might not be true. Yeah. You got to, you got to stop. If maybe you've been married before and you've been through a difficult situation, you've been divorced. You can't go, well, because it didn't work then it's not going to work in the future because my parents are this way. I'm going to be that way. That, that's not necessarily true. You just right. got to remove labels and begin to see that <clears throat> things can be different. Yeah. Day by day, step by step, I can make new steps. I can, I can begin to pave a new journey for my life today, but it starts by erasing the past. And I love what you said about fixing your mind on the good things, the yeah. good reports, the things that yeah. can happen. Because today, you can really plant your foot and it can be a turning point for the rest of your life. Right. Today could be that day. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast right now, wherever you're at, whatever decision you have to make, you can plant your foot today and you can begin to take a journey into a land and, and, or even just into a dream that, that you really have in your heart and you'll begin to see it happen fulfilled. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, I think, you know, the labels are definitely something that we need to remove. But yeah. as, as we remove them, I think that there's, you know, there's some we need to put on ourselves too. <clears throat> I think, you know, just begin to identify yourself 
um, as somebody who has worth and then put that label on. We need to wear these things, wear yeah. these characteristic traits, um, you know, take on the ones that are going to help us in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to be successful and wear that label. Right. I am going to be, you know, I, I'm going to conquer this thing. Um, I'm not going to be bound to depression. I'm not going to be a failure. And yeah. that's just another thing is, is these labels are placed on us um, by what other people say about us. But we also write our own labels, our own negative labels. We see the, you know, we see the people that were before us. We see our fathers, we see our mothers yeah. and we, you know, and maybe they failed and because maybe they failed, we wear failure on us. Mm, and yeah. so just choosing which labels are meant for us to wear and which ones are not. And then yeah. moving those. Yeah. And I think as far as, you know, church and world, I think the church is always preaching the message of be in the world, but not of the world. And that is, a, that's true. That's definitely true that we need to be in the world and, and not represent necessarily the world, but represent you know, Christ in the world and goodness yeah. and grace in the world. But I think the, <clears throat> the thing that's unfortunate is that that message has been preached so hard to some people, to some churches, to some people groups, that they've instilled this fear of the world where, you know, I don't want to be of the world. So instead of being of the world, I'm just going to divide myself from the world. Altogether. Yeah. I'm going to take myself out of it. And in a lot of the times, the excuse for that is church. So instead of being in the world, I'm going to be in church. Yep. There should never be an instead of. Yep. Because Jesus wasn't just in the church. He very rarely was. He was more often than not on the streets. Yeah. He was in the world hanging yeah. out with those people. And so I think mm-hmm. taking that label off, taking the, the fear of the world away from the church eyes and letting them see the world is not so bad. What it is is it's full of lost people who need Jesus. Yeah. They're, it's full of lost <clears throat> people who, have, who are hopeless um, like I said, they've seen the people go before them and fail, so they're going to fail, right? Yep. So I think taking that label off of fear. As Christians, we should fear nothing. And the biggest thing we shouldn't fear, uh, the, the main thing that we should not carry fear on is lost people. Yeah. Because that's our mission field. If we are afraid of our mission field, then we will never be successful for, right. in, in any kind of arena right. for God. So I think that's probably, you know, for me, one of the biggest things is stop fearing don't fear sin. Don't fear uh, the world. So I know I've repeated yeah. myself a lot of times there, but I think that's something that we message. really need to remove. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, you know, just kind of closing thoughts for me is, as you talk that I was thinking is like, you you can't really fully access all of your all of your passion and all of your potential unless you're willing to, to pull off the, the the preconceived ideas, yeah. the labels until you realize that because. I love saying this, and I say this all the time. I recently had a conversation with somebody, and they were asking me, like, you know, you're a pastor, and you're in church, so you see things differently. Yeah. And he started to break down the differences between his life and my life, and my, my final response is one that I'll continue to say the rest of my life, that we have more in common than we don't. Yeah. I take When I take off that. the label that I might have on you, and you take <laughs> off the label that you have on me, you're going to notice that we both got scars. I love that. We both have issues. Yeah. And the one thing that we have, when we talk about, you know, a passion generation, we have a unifying force and we all have something in our hearts that we want to do, but we need each other to do it. Right. And we can't be a divided people if we really want to accomplish something bigger. It's going to require all of us to get in this race and run together. And uh, we got to be willing to remove the labels and see that I'm not the only one dealing with this. And sometimes that takes a lot of strength to say, people got to see who I really am. I got to be vulnerable to do that. And so today, I think my final closing thought would be that if, if you want to be a business owner out there, Get yourself around some people that want to be business owners. If you failed in marriage, get yourself around some healthy marriages and people that can walk you through. Um, wherever you're at, 
make sure you're surrounding yourself by people who are better than you. Yeah. Not just people definitely. who you are doing better on. You don't want to be a big you don't want to be a big fish in a small pond. You want to be a small fish in a big pond because time after time it's gonna yeah. make you see bigger and in larger capacity that there is more for you and that passion that's in your heart, you can access it and you can do bigger things. That's right. And I and I would like to also add that if you are a business owner or if you want to be, stay tuned. If yeah. you are married or if you want to get married, stay tuned. We're going to have people on here that specialize in those things and yeah. they're going to, going to be talking about those things. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, we are so excited about episode one of the yeah. Passion Generation podcast. What a beautiful thing we've got going here. We hope that you guys would stay tuned. We are just really looking forward to the next few episodes. And please, 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 if you could go back, like, comment, share yes. on this podcast to all social media platforms. Get the word out and stay tuned for the reveal of the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion Generation Podcast. We hope that you feel encouraged. Stay up to date with us for the future episodes and more exciting things to come by following us at the Passion Gen Podcast on Instagram.